This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Omar, you uh, had a pretty interesting tweet, and it got me thinking recently, where you were talking about the depth of this team. And I want to talk about that secondary for a moment, because we mentioned just a few players, Trill Williams, uh, Justin Bethel, who I think you said is dealing with a knee injury, you know, going throughout this off season, it was, why do we draft Cam Smith? We have all this depth in the secondary, but you said that, and you know, you kind of start putting the pieces together. Nick Needham is still not practicing. He might not be ready for the season. Um, it's weird. We're, we're kind of in this same situation of last year where despite trying to build up this uh, cornerback room there, there's no depth. It might come back middle of the season, but you're spot on. I'd love for you to kind of expand on that a little bit. Um, I was in the camp of what the hell are you doing drafting Cam Smith? Um, and I understand he was a top 50 player on your draft board. Stick to your board. That is a Chris Greerism. Stick to your board. Even if it's not a position to need, stick to your board. And he turned out to be right. Um, losing Jalen Ramsey, that was tough. Um, The hope and optimism that you'll get him back in December, wishful thinking. You have to be able to endure injuries. And Cam Smith going down with a shoulder injury, luckily it doesn't seem to be as severe as, 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 as it was initially thought to be, and more than likely he'll be ready to play for the season opener, maybe the week after that, or maybe the week after that. But um, you know, you could have easily lost him, separated shoulder. You could have easily lost him for the season. Um, so, you know, you can never, and he, Chris Greer said it, and it's true, and I've covered the Dolphins. I've never covered a season in 15 years where they didn't need six cornerbacks to make it through the season. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about play six cornerbacks in a game, mm-hmm. not special teams. No, they've always needed six cornerbacks for a season. So, and the fact that they've added five defensive backs since training camp opened lets you know exactly where they are from a team standpoint with that position. And, you know, Dolphin fans are angry and bothered and upset with me for two things. The first is the cap apocalypse, which I think I've thoroughly explained to people and how it has ramifications and impacts decisions now. But clearly, those who don't want to hear it aren't hearing it. And okay, that's cool. But also, my issues with the depth on this roster. I'm sorry. You know, when you're covering an NFL team, you realize you're going to probably be without six starters by the time December rolls around. It's just the nature of the beast. 
This is a 100% injury sport. And you're going to lose an offensive lineman. You're going to lose a running back. You're going to lose a, a, a wide receiver. You're going to lose a tight end. You're going to lose a quarterback. You're going to lose a defensive lineman. It's just a matter of who do you lose and how do you compensate for that player? And I could tell you, with the exception of the running back unit, and I think why, I mean, quarterback is what it's going to be. Quarterback is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally believe you lose to a season done. You, you can yeah. believe whatever you want. Um, but with the exception of, 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 of running back, I'm not comfortable with the depth on this roster at any position. Uh, I think they are one short in terms of talent players at every position. I, I give you a perfect example. Right now, Neville Hewitt would be your fourth linebacker and probably be your top, if not second best special teams player. That's a player that I'm trying to add to my roster if Houston cuts him. I'm claiming him. I'm looking for a same similar caliber player on the defensive line. I'm looking for a same similar caliber player on the offensive line. Maybe a center because I don't know if I'm going to resign Connor Williams. Maybe somebody that I can develop. I'm definitely looking for a tight end because that's sloppy seconds that you, you got on your, your roster. That's not good enough. The, the What the Dolphins did is they literally ran the ball three times and punted at that position. They're just like, okay, let's just get the ball downfield. Let's just, let's just survive. And it's not good. Um, wide receiver, while I am, I have a high opinion of Robbie Chosen, probably higher than the team. Your depth is Robbie Chosen and River Craycraft. And I'm not really counting Cedric Wilson because you shouldn't count Cedric Wilson either. That's probably one of the worst signings in Dolphins history. Um, so, you know, Eric Uzakama, maybe, you know, we, who knows? Does he know the playbook now? Um, and as you know, with the secondary, the, the line, don't even get me started on linebacker. Like mm-hmm. you got, you got Andrew Van Ginkle. He's your number four outside linebacker and your number four inside linebacker. Do you think that that's a good thing? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It, it was it surprising to you where it was like in the middle of the off season? It was just oh by the way, Andrew Van Ginkle is getting snaps inside because it kind of felt like maybe it was just as one of those blitzing linebackers. But the more we hear about it, it's just kind of hey, we, we need you to help out everywhere. He's a heady player. He's a smart Van Ginkle. Always is around the ball, so it makes sense. It makes him more position versatile. Unfortunately for Van Ginkle, I think he's more of a special teams player, mm-hmm. and will probably be for the rest of his career. And Andrew Van Ginkle, a jack of all trades, master of none. And this is no disrespect to him because I think he's had a, a pretty productive and successful NFL career. But is Van Ginkle a starting player in the NFL? I mean, clearly 31 teams had a chance to make him one. And they basically said, thanks, but no thanks. And <laughs> he'd had interest from other teams. So, you know, that's cool and that's fine. And I don't have an issue with Andrew Van Ginkle. Um, being your 40th player on your on your roster. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I would tell you on this roster, he's probably about player number 25, 26. And right. to me, that's just not that's just not good enough. I'm I'm I heard Vic Pangio say this um 
in his press conference with the media, he said, and, and he was obviously talking from 20 years of experience and, and, and a grizzled NFL veteran coach, but he was like, it's easy to put together spots number one through 40. It's those final eight to 13 spots that are the tough spots. Mm-hmm. And the way that I look at, and, and, and keep this in mind, I'm happy and comfortable with my 16 practice squad spots. I have guys in mind for about 14 of those 16 spots. Those are guys that I want to invest in, but mm-hmm. that's where their talent level is practice squad. And maybe in time it would elevate to 53 spots. Number four, 44 through 53. It's, uh, it's a little slim pickings for me. And the problem that I have is when you start to sustain injuries, and you have to play the Dallas Thomases, and you know how 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 good of a rock when you have to play the Dallas Thomases and you have to play the Isaiah Fords. How good of a roster do you think that you're going to have this year? Sure. So let me talk to you more about another uh, another position that's near and dear to your heart that that interior defensive line. Uh, I want to know what you've seen from Jake's guy Brandon Peely so far. And I want to know if you think he's sponge worthy or are they going to go looking elsewhere? Maybe a, a Linval Joseph and Akeem Hicks, maybe an Andamakan Sioux reunion. Uh, what do you think about that interior defensive line? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I think I knew no what you were going to say there. Comes, uh, yeah, there's no way Andamakan Sioux comes back here. Andamakan Sioux is like a team cancer. Um, uh, Peely is not sponge worthy. He's very close. And if you mm-hmm. wave him, somebody might get intrigued just like the, the Patriots did when you waved, uh, uh, AJ Francis many, many years ago and claim him because Who's in my world now, right? That... He's a yeah, wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realize I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Josh because Josh was like my lifeline last year when I was working with I am athlete and I was on the road. And, you know, when you're on the road, you literally can't watch the games or you have no, you know, you have no access to it. And a lot of times I was in an airplane or airport and I'm trying to figure out what's happening with the Dolphins. Josh, you saved me, brother. You, you I, I, I love your game tweets. I appreciate it. So how I oftentimes, even when I'm covering the game, be able to look at what really happened because things move so fast. And, and people don't know. Mark, I credit Mark because Merrick, Merrick, yeah, Merrick, Merrick, yeah. I, I call you wrestler. You know, I call you wrestler. Yeah, you just call me the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, um, he goes way back with me, and he is the reason why I hang with fans on the road. Um, we just had such a great time, and I was like, man, these people are really cool. Like, you never get to know who you meet and who you interact with, and you and you know. For those who know, when I did travel. Um, you know, I hung with fans. I just did. I just, I, I wasn't that always, but it was like, oh, aren't you scared? You know, people can, and, and that's the thing. Yes, I have a personality where people always want to attack me, but on the road, everybody is so amazing and nice. 